1: 876-9923 and enter the pin 287 723 followed by the pound key twice and now your hosts Chris Devon, Perry Lester, Sean Platts Robert Herrick and Bill Sparks
2: Well, good afternoon and welcome to Sports Lounge Live. Chris will give you all the details, show numbers, appropriate dates, and all that good stuff. Go ahead, Chris.
3: Well, it's show number 163. We didn't have any games 163 yesterday, but we're going to start the postseason tonight. And it's October 4th, 2021, a date which. Everyone around here will remember one way or the other because the Red Sox are hosting the Yankees tonight at 8.08, uh, they, they tell us. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's a nice night. It's going to be like in the 50s, uh, a night you'd expect on October 4th to play at Fenway Park. And, you know, uh, another winter take all for the Red Sox and Yankees. We can talk about that later. But uh, they've had a few Joe of Joe Castiglione uh, said it was years.
1: a good thing that uh, you didn't play it last night.
3: Yes. Yes, it was. It was very rainy here last night and into this morning. So, okay. So, what are we going to be doing? Well, we'll have our panel uh, uh, go round. <clears throat> we'll do the uh, deaths, and uh, there weren't any till like Saturday. Suddenly, we got seven, but we can go through them pretty quickly. Then we have the NFL, baseball, college football, NBA, boxing, and horse race. Uh, horse racing. Yes, NASCAR. Race. <laughs> NASCAR. Hey, whatever kind of racing. So for the maybe panel, the
1: horses raced in the cars. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good.
3: Well. I'd did miss, Didn't I guess, could Mr. Ed drive, or did he just have to call up for pizza? I forget he got pizza one time, but I can't remember whether he, he was able to drive and go get it. I don't, I don't think
4: so. I don't no,
3: I don't think so. I think he had to call. But anyway, I <laughs> got maybe a touch of a call. You know, when you leave the bubble... <laughs> Which uh, we did last week. You know, I went to a Mexican restaurant on Friday with some people, and Rick and I, and, and uh, you know, a bunch of us went out on Saturday. And when you leave the bubble, you can start to get, like, little coughs, and it's not a good, a bad thing. But if you hear me coughing, that might be it. Anyway, so for the panel, um, I'm going to talk about experience and lack of experience. And I think this is what, what you look at with uh, the BC, the Patriots, and the Red Sox. And the lack of experience, BC played a pretty good game against Clemson, lost 19-13. You know, Clemson did get knocked out of the top 25 because they didn't win impressively enough or whatever. But, you know, I mean, they're, they're on the way down, but, you know, they still have a quality recruit. BC was down there, but they, they moved the ball and stuff, but they had committed a lot of penalties. And, you know, they, they just did things that messed They were their own worst enemy. And that's the thing that you have to, you have to learn how to win. Same thing with the Patriots. That same thing happened. They, they basically could have won their that game. They were right there. And, you know, again, penalty here, penalty there. They got a couple of breaks on the last drive that maybe should have. Scott Zolak even said there were a couple of things should have been called on them in the last drive. But I mean, we'll talk more about that game when we get in the NFL. But the Red Sox, on the other hand, they do have experience, and they managed to get into the playoffs. And I mean, you got Alex Cora, who managed the 2018 team, uh, you know, won the World Series. You've, you've got uh, about ten or fifteen of them, I don't know, at least ten or so that were on that team. You know, so they went through that really bad uh, time, and they went through the COVID epidemic that they had, and they got through that, and they kept they kept their. You know, we've seen so many Red Sox teams that get into those bad spots. The seven team, the 2001 team, the 2011 team, they couldn't recover. You know, Things would go against them and they'd lose 8 out of 10 and they were done for. Not this team. And i got to give Alex Cora and the Red Sox a lot of credit. Whatever happens tonight and I just have a bad feeling about tonight, I don't think they're going to do it. But whatever happens tonight, it's been a successful season, much better than people expected. Rick?
1: No, J- no JD tonight, though. Chris. No JD so that's tonight. He,
3: and and the injury, i got to tell you how it happened. He was yeah. <laughs> he was playing in the outfield because they wanted in the National League, you know, they wanted his bat in the lineup. He's a DH. So he had to play in the outfield. He's on his way to the right field. He was looking at something else and he tripped over second base.
1: So, it, it, it was funny. My, my, <coughs> my wife was saying, she said, what's the matter with him? Can't he? She said, I can see that big white base. What is he? Blind? <laughs> <laughs> I don't
3: know if he's looking at the. Maybe he was scoreboard watching, literally. Oh, I be. don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Might have had a bet on a football game even, let alone Johnny, know, the baseball at that
4: time of day. Anyway, Rick. Okay, well the Giants got to win. Yeah, um, I get to come in from the ledge, which <laughs> <laughs> talking about last week. My being a Giants fan, I have a pretty nice ledge. It's got a couch, or mini fridge, a TV. <laughs> so I spend a lot of time out there, but I get to come in, which is good because we did have a lot of heavy rain in the last forty-eight hours. Yeah, um, but you know, with the Giants, nothing comes easy. Uh, last week, Perry asked me to say something nice about the Giants, and all I could come up with was that their you kicker Genoa hit thirty-seven field goals in a row. So what happens in the first quarter? He misses a thirty five-yard field goal mm-hmm. uh, but they got the wind it feels good it's been a while and other than that it, it, it's been a, a good week like chris said we went out saturday with some friends and i had some adult beverages and some good southern food in the in the shadows of fenway park so that was a lot of fun looking forward to the game tonight and it's just been a good week
5: uh, how's, the, how's the weather chris
4: It's It's
3: kind of cool. Mid-50s. Mid-50s. I don't think there's going to be any big wind uh, or anything like that. It's just a cool, clear night.
1: You can't complain about it this time of year.
3: No. No.
1: You know, uh, to be honest, it's good. that I'm kind of glad that the i season is over because, frankly, the Cubs set a record. And it's a bad record to set. And when they set a record like this, it kills your AAA team. The, The Cubs went through 66 players this year, which is a record. So, That's probably more than the that, Bears have used you know, at this point, you know? <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's probably a good thing they're over. And I can now watch the playoffs and hope that we get some great games. I'll be listening tonight and all that. Now that's a
3: question. Who are you going to listen to? You're
1: just going to go back and
3: forth. Are you listen to uh, Joe and Will, or are you going to listen to John? I will too?
1: probably listen to some of both, and then yeah. on ESPN Radio, if you want to listen to that, that is going to be Dave O'Brien and Xavier Scruggs.
3: Oh, so if so you Dave want to listen to, to that, Dave to do the Red Sox game after all. That's a, actually, I might check that out a little
1: bit because get so, his opinion. And uh, Xavier Scruggs said he was going to try to find every food stand that he could on the way up to the booth, and they are <laughs> he, they are in the stadium, so. Uh, he said he is in Boston, so that he was looking forward to it. Who is but Xavier Scruggs? I do. He is know a that. he is a player. He played for the Padres, the Cardinals, I think, among other teams, and uh, he was kind of a bench player. Okay, but but yes, the Cubs, and of course today, the Cubs fired their hitting coach. Probably oh, that will straighten a, everything out. Yeah, probably a good thing for him. <laughs> but, uh, but now, Rick, you're coming in off the ledge, and then I'll be darned if the Rams didn't lose this week. <laughs> I mean, the Cardinals are a good team. I, I will, I'll give them that; they're a good team. But if you're the Rams and you want to go to the Super Bowl, you have to win those games at home.
4: Well, anytime yeah, you want to use way. my
1: ledge, it's a real nice one, like I told you. There you, you go, <laughs> Bill. How about the Colts? Are you off that ledge? Well, I'm
2: off the ledge temporarily, but we <laughs> off the ledge
1: and on the ledge in. Right, <laughs> but,
2: but but it could happen again. I mean, we are just one in three, though we looked a little bit better. But Miami is is not that great, and there's a reason we probably got rid of our jacoby Brissett, but nevertheless we'll take it been listening to a lot of sports a lot of work on the legend and computer work all week so the week just kind of flies by but that's all i'm going to say and stick to it hey robert it's your turn
5: well, uh, Rick, I may join you on your ledge. Uh, my my <laughs> Raiders. Uh, my, my, my Raiders last night. Um, they uh, they didn't show up for the game for the first half. It, uh, it was pathetic. I mean, uh, they had a 35 minute lightning delay in Los Angeles, California. Yeah. And I learned something new. I thought SoFi Stadium was completely closed in a dome. Uh, apparently it's not the roof is the roof the roof is a canopy but the uh the end zone ends are open so they had to delay the game because you know lightning could go in through the openings so they had to pull all the players off the field and so they started about 35 minutes late and I guess, I guess the Raiders decided to take a nap in the locker room because it it was all Chargers in the first half and and that basically uh, uh that basically won them the football game. The Raiders came back in the second half and and did better but uh, too little too late. So um, I think we got
3: six football teams. Who we're 0- oh for six this week in the pros. yeah.
5: So yeah. anyway, well, that's right. Yeah.
4: Um.
5: The the rest no of the wait it, a minute.
4: The Giants won.
5: The Giants. sorry, the Giants and just the, kind of Colts,
4: used to it. the Colts. Yeah. And the Colts. Yeah. And yeah. so, so, the Colts. Two and four. All right.
5: Yeah. So anyway, uh, no. Uh, uh, the rest of the week has been good, and um, I don't know what my Oakland A's are going to look like. I we might lose our our manager. We might lose our president. Uh, I mean, our owner is just pathetic. Uh, I don't rumor, blame. Anybody. Rumor
1: is Robert those guys may be up for the Mets jobs. Yeah. um, yeah, Yep. Nope. New York is, uh,
5: New York is talking about them heavily. And you know what? I don't blame either one of them. If they decide to go to New York, Steve Cohen wants to spend money. John Fisher does not. So, I don't blame them one bit. What Um, do you think,
3: because we can get this story out of the way now, because it was part of my baseball thing. What do you think is the difference, and you know, how do we know? We don't know the guy personally. Billy Bean, he had the Red Sox job for two days or so, this time of year in 2002, and then, of course, he came back to Oakland and Theo Epstein took over. So uh, no uh, resistance about him going there?
5: uh, Chris, uh, uh, there was a couple of, remember, uh, there was a rumor that he was going to join Fenway Sports last year. Well, that's because he invested in one of their soccer teams. That they own over in the UK. Well, apparently uh, Major League Baseball thought that that would be a conflict of interest, yeah. so they didn't allow they didn't allow Billy Bean to do that. But now uh, his kids are grown; they're they're living their own lives, and I guess he feels more free to to go somewhere. And well, it looks like him, you know. and, good and good it looks him. like it looks like New York is going to be the best bet. And him and Bob are the same age; they're both fifty nine. And Sandy, of course, he's in his seventies, and he wants to, uh, and he's going to be in the organization, but he wants to put the organization. Well, he'll be like chairman
3: of the board, and they'll yeah. be the the day to day people. That kind right. Of- and, the, uh, and of yeah. course,
1: the other rumor is Theo Epstein.
5: Yeah. yeah, and the other rumor is Theo, and Theo is working for MLB currently, uh, so you know he's already in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's all kinds of rumors, but you know what? I I applaud Bob. I hope he gets that opportunity. He's one hell of a manager. Yes. A, yes. a lot of people. A lot of people who don't follow baseball don't know how good he is, and uh, you know I hope he goes to. I hope he does go to New York and and show. You what might kind have to start guys. rooting
4: for the
3: Giants if they're going to lose a hundred games a year. Robert. Yeah, Robert.
5: I, I, I I don't know what I'm going to do, but it's you know it's not good. But Root anyway, the Mariners
3: they're, they're up and coming. Maybe anyway,
5: that.
6: Sean, uh, let's turn it over to Texas and talk about something better. <laughs> well, it's a crazy week here, of course, the state of Texas. Uh, State fairs going on. So, of course, Friday you'll have that big traffic jam of people going up north I-35 from Austin to Dallas. And then you'll have that big traffic jam of people heading south on I-35 from Oklahoma City to Dallas. You'll have that where it takes you six hours to go. Seven hours to go 180 miles because of the big traffic jam.
3: (laughs) Is that game played at Texas, Oklahoma? Is that played at Jerry World or where is it now? No,
6: at the the State Fair. They they, do it at the the Cotton Bowl? Yeah. It will never be played at at Jerry World. (laughs) According to Texas and Oklahoma, it will either stay at the Cotton Bowl or go home and home because it's tied in with the State Fair. Okay. That's the whole reason it's tied in with your ticket to the Texas OU game gets you into the state fair because the Cotton Bowl is right there on the fairgrounds, right there okay. at the fairgrounds. Now, when they were going to build the original Cherry World, but the city of Dallas, that time the mayor said no, they were going to build it down there in Fair Park, and it was going to go there. But they, unless the fairground somehow moves to Arlington and moves into the old, the old ballpark in Arlington, I don't think that's happening, but... Yeah, that's that's when the two schools said it'll either be the Cotton Bowl or Home and Home. The Cotton Bowl has got to be pretty old, though. Well, they've redone it, but they only play a couple games a year. They have that game. uh, Grambling State and Prairie View A&M play there the weekend before as part of their classic part of the State Fair and then and they, they have do, the Cotton Bowl there, too, right? Well, no, the Cotton Bowl's at Jerry World.
3: Oh, geez. What do I know? <laughs> cotton
6: Bowl's at Jerry World, but there's another bowl that is there. Cotton Bowl moved to Jerry World. Oh, the heart of about, Dallas, because B.C. went there at the time we had that oh, rain. yeah, that or whatever in. the new names yeah. of it is now. Whatever the it is. City Bowl one time. But anyway, you got that. you got the Cowboy fans kind of, you know, Cowboy fans are going crazy now because they think they actually got a winner, so we're hearing all that. Yeah. Yeah. They're a crazy day here, but speaking of stuff that's not crazy, And if you want to tell us that we're crazy, you can contact us anytime throughout (laughs) the week, uh, 773-572-7715 or 800-693-0595, option number 2. Or you can uh, email us, sportslounge at allthingsradio.net. And then, of course, if you want to come in live during the show, if you're listening live, uh, call in on any Zoom number, and then 287 723 Forty six hundred. Sound keeps Spice. Start. 9, raise your hand on the phone. All on The computer. The more key on your smartphone. So and don't forget tomorrow the Bill Perry and Friends <coughs> experience. One PM mm-hmm. Eastern, ten AM Pacific. Wednesdays. You never know what friends are going to show up. You never. And know we have.
5: Are show up. And Sean, don't forget we have the studio line
6: as well. Well, yeah, 317-886-1103 is where you can call in there. So, hey,
5: anyway, Larry, right, let's get on to
3: the show. All right, so we have, uh, the starting with our, our desks here, Tom Carroll, 85 years old. He was a shortstop and a third baseman and a pinch runner, made mainly, in his major league career. 55 and 56, he played for the Yankees. Uh, and then 59, he, uh, he played for the uh, A's, Kansas City A's. He was a bonus baby. And when you were a bonus baby at that time and you got X amount of money, you had to stay for two years with a team. So he was limited use. Uh thirty at bats, nine hits, three hundred average, one RBI. And the youngest uh Yankee ever in the World Series at nineteen years old. So that was his uh call to fame. Then he uh then he worked for the CIA for uh over forty years, you know, from sixty uh, one and then worked for him until eighty eight and then a consultant until two thousand six. So uh, you know, when he had a lot of time to think about other things on the bench, probably. Mike Agassi, father and coach of Andre Agassi, he died at ninety. He was a he was born in our Iran, but he's Armenian, and he uh, he was on the forty eight and fifty two Iranian boxing team, and he uh, and they lost in the first round, but he was a big influence on Andre and uh, really worked hard uh, with him and. Uh, really taught him a lot about tennis and uh, was his first coach. And then, of course, he went on to a more professional coach. Uh, Ray Snell, a guard. Uh, this is football. Uh, he went to College of Wisconsin. <coughs> he went, <coughs> So, excuse me, I told you about this. Cough. 22nd pick for Tampa Bay in the uh, 80 draft. He uh, played for them from 80 through 84. And then Steelers, 84 and 85, and the Lions in 85. And then fractured his right eye after removing his visor. And, uh, and then he... Uh, Keith McCants also died this year, another Tampa Bay, uh, pick, um, from, he was the number four pick, I think in, uh, uh, 1990. 1990, yeah. Then John Regas, uh co-founder of Adelphia Cable, and he was the only reason he's in this list. He uh, defrauded the uh, cable company, but he was the owner of the Buffalo Sabers from, Savers from 97 through '05. So that's the only reason uh, he was uh, <laughs> involved in these notices, and he was uh, convicted along with his son on that. John uh, West Townley, 31. And he was uh, an Xfinity uh, driver from '08 to '16, and he uh, best uh, f- finish on there he finished uh, 13th place. And then the truck uh, circuit also, and then he won in the f- the 15 Las Vegas race for the truckers and then uh, 24 top 10, so he's better on those trucks. But what happened was he uh, was a son of co-founder of Zach restaurant. It's a chicken place, apparently, down south. And he was shot in Athens, Georgia. And then what happened was he uh, it was a domestic violence issue in that he stormed into his ex-wife's house, and her boyfriend was there. He had a, a, a hatchet, and uh, they struggled and all that other stuff. Uh, his ex-wife was injured, and then he was shot by the uh, defender, the, the boyfriend. So he would have been uh, in major trouble. It would have been a or if uh, he had uh, lived, I think. Bill Russo, 74 years old, assistant at Brown from 69 through 77, and head coach for in Division III, uh, Wagner from 78 to 80, and then head at Lafayette from 81 through 99. Uh, he was uh, 118, 113, and 4. 15 and 15 in Wagner, and 103, 98, and 4 were the Lafayette Leopards. And uh, most wins for a Lafayette coach. And Tim Haas, 84 years old, high school coach in Texas, 31, uh, 61 through 66. Defensive line po- coach Rice. 67 through 70 high school again 71 and then defensive coordinator Angelo State 72 73 and the head there from 74 through 81 then um Stephen F Austin uh, the head coach 82 and 88 and New Mexico State 90 through 92 his coaching record is 134 108 and 5 and he won he was the NAIA coach of the year in 78 and the champion uh for Angelo State and, and then he after that he scouted for the Cowboys from 97 through town uh Through 2010, and it was uh, reported to have found Tony Romo. So that is his uh, bio. So here we go into the NFL and uh, let's see what time it is whether we want to do the break oh, or we're, we're wanna... good
1: we're good go ahead Chris. okay
3: we'll, we'll get going here cincinnati at jacksonville now was 24-21 cincinnati and uh, that was a good game uh the bengal's fought from 14 nothing behind thought the uh, jaguars might get their first win but uh, uh just didn't happen and uh, but your trevor lawrence looked pretty good and uh, but burrow uh, he's really uh, come back well from his injury he's doing all right
5: and they've lost 19 in a row, the Jaguars. And, the, of course, the NFL record is 26 because of Tampa Bay. So, uh, uh-huh.
1: And, appa- and apparently uh, Urban Meyer was, was quite depressed <laughs> after the game because he was he's now being uh, reprimanded by his owner today after being in a bar. And apparently there was a lady dancing pretty close to his lap. So, I see. Okay. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Mr. Mr. Kahn, the owner, said that does not represent the team. and he, And he has reprimanded Urban Meyer. And Urban Meyer, of course, now has apologized for that. Yeah,
4: okay. but that was it, it was his own the restaurant that he owns in Columbus, Ohio. He Uh-oh, he okay. actually he actually stayed there after the game and didn't fly back with the team. Yeah, And he so. said he was staying there to have dinner with his grandchildren and then there was a bunch of people at the restaurant <coughs> they wandering over and take pictures and then yeah. and then all all this happened. And there's actually some people out there saying that that they think that that he's gotten in over his head here at Jacksonville. He really doesn't want to stay there, and that he's kind of doing this on purpose because he wants to get fired and take the USC job.
1: That wouldn't I be a, that, that wouldn't that, be a surprise though, Rick. If, if some of that stuff here, I mean, we know that. I mean, we all know Sean. You and I followed him for quite a while. He used his daughters, you know, to get out of one job, and now he's. Stayed yeah. to hang out with his grandchildren, so. Well, so, I, I, worried, I, and he used the help also. I, I, I hope
5: I hope he doesn't pull a Bobby Petrino and leave in the middle of the season without notifying the team. Because remember, Petrino did that with the Falcons. Well,
6: he just helped them well, left. Well, he's going to get fired, and then he'll get fired or get out of the game, because USC they're not going to hire him in the middle of the season. They're going to wait till yeah. until the season's right. over. I right. Right.
3: Washington Atlanta. beat Atlanta 34-30, to 30, and that was a back-and-forth game. And you never know with these uh, kinds of teams. You know, you, you, you thought Atlanta was uh, – I mean, yeah, they beat the Giants. The Giants aren't the best team either. So there's like this little rung of teams that are kind of, you know, not that good, and you, any one of them could right. beat it, any, anybody anywhere. You Atlanta know, Atlanta
1: had a lead, and the football team got oh. a touchdown late. Yeah. They missed the two-point conversion, but they got a late yeah. touchdown to win the game.
4: Right, yeah, I know. And I don't know what's going on with Washington's defense. It sure doesn't look like we thought no. it would. No, <laughs> but one
3: one that does is Buffalo's, yeah. and they won forty to nothing, and uh, the shutout oh. of the Miami the week two, and uh, to beat Houston. And the thing is that I mean, you expect to beat Houston, but forty to nothing. That, that, that what? What about that, John?
6: Well, I didn't watch a lot of that game. I was watching, you know, I turned it off pretty quick. Not much to say, really. (laughs) You didn't show up, no.
3: No, and when is uh, Taylor coming back?
6: Not,
4: I think I'm not sure. Not sure. Okay. At least it's going to be another couple of weeks. In. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Okay. I know it's at least. I know it's at least two weeks. But.
4: Chicago beat Detroit twenty-four to fourteen,
3: and uh, you know Justin Fields played better. The rookie quarterbacks did a lot. You know no, they were pretty they disastrous did. the week before, but they yeah. did a lot better this week.
1: Now everybody, of course, a week ago was saying how bad Fields looked. Now they're saying how great he looks. This is yeah. the thing you're going to get with a rookie quarterback. One week he's going to look decent. Another week he's not going to look not so decent. So you just kind of. To have to well,
3: get used to it. I think that I think the Browns are a little better than the Lions too. That might I think the, I think
1: it, they are.
5: And you have to, yeah, you have to consider who Chicago played. I mean,
4: right? Detroit, yeah.
5: Detroit has not looked good in any of their games so far. Yeah. And they yeah, were getting a data, big
4: game uh, out of David Montgomery, and now he's yeah. out for probably four or five weeks. Yep. Yep. Yeah, the yeah. Former what is it, Iowa ankle? State
1: Cyclone. Yeah. Uh,
4: no, a knee, but they they, knee. they originally thought it was. They originally thought he might be gone for the season, but so they kind yeah. of happy with this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Of course,
1: Montgomery, the former Iowa State Cyclone. There you go. Dallas
3: beat Carolina thirty six twenty eight, and that was a back and forth game. But the Cowboys kind of pulled away at the end, as you would expect them to do at home. And then I, I can see why the people down there are starting to talk
4: about them. I think they're going to they're be a to team, the team this team. year. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and then not only it's you know last year we, we they were putting up a lot of points, but it was all <laughs> Prescott in the passing game. They've got the running game going now with Elliott and Pollard, yeah. and, and they look good. Even though Carolina looked pretty good too, I, I'm amazed at how well Sam Donald's playing. Right? And remember no, yeah. Carolina. Carolina played that game without McCaffrey, well, so what well, I heard. Rule, he he may well, play rule. this week, McCaffrey. Yeah. That yeah.
6: rule's got Joe Brady. I mean that rule the head coach he brought Joe Brady and look what Joe Brady did with Joe Burrow.
5: Yeah, know? and uh, yeah. Sam Darnold all he needed to do is get out of New York.
4: Yeah, get away from gays. Yeah.
3: <laughs> So we kind of talked about this earlier, Indiana, uh, uh, Indianapolis beat uh, Miami 27-17, and uh, so, uh, Bill, did you listen to that game? Any thoughts
2: on it? Oh, yeah. I listened the whole game. Defense played a little bit better this week for the Colts. The offense, of course, had to be better or they wouldn't have won the game. But I think Miami is really inept, and I think they're going to be in for a long season, too.
3: Well, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, people have been putting Tua down for the whole time he's been there. Well, we got to bring Fitzpatrick in to win this game. We have to do this. we got to do that. Well, we'll see. Now, Brissett's just sort of your average run-of-the-mill quarterback, and he's struggling. So does Tua come in and improve the team, or is this back to the drawing board for Miami? You know? So I think he improves the team over Brissett anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess they'll be back. And you might,
5: and you might see the Dolphins in the Watson sweepstakes if Watson is ever allowed to play. Who knows?
3: Well, I don't know about that. Cleveland against Minnesota, fourteen to seven. I would. This was a good. This this was a good game. game. This was a good. This was a good game. But I would have totally whatever the over was fifty-two. I would have bet it. (laughs) Cleveland and Minnesota; these teams don't. I mean, I'm not saying they can't play defense. The Vikings haven't all year. The Browns have a bit, but fourteen to seven—amazing. Cleveland has a you good
1: know, defense.
4: <laughs> one, th- one thing that
1: I would tell you, and, and Paul Allen pointed this out, that um, not not great, but Kirk Cousins is playing pretty well this year. And and yeah, he is. you know, you he said you, you when he's playing well, you better be winning these games. And so far, they've not shown the ability to to win many of the games.
4: Yeah, and no. Cook wasn't a hundred percent. He played, but he no. only played like half the snaps, and mm-hmm. yeah. So the Giants did beat New Orleans. Uh,
3: who dat? Who who in those Saints or something? I guess that's what we need to know. Who had dat? That impersonate the Saints. Yeah. Twenty-seven to twenty-one, and uh, you know they didn't look like the same team, team that
4: beat Green Bay or played up well up here. So uh, Rick, what did you think of that game? Well, first of all, Daniel Jones played the game of his life. Yes, he did. Yeah. And you know there, you know he takes a lot of criticism, especially for for uh, turnovers, and, and up until this year, it, you know it was justified. But this year he's had one fumble, he's had one interception, and that was. Sunday at the end of the first half when you just threw up a hail mary, so he's played really well and and it looks it's looked a little better each week for Barkley and it looked like he made a big step forward this week so I think he's starting to get confident you got to after have a knee injury like that no you may feel alright but you've got to get confidence in your cutting before you really do it you yeah. know mm-hmm. so yeah. I think he's I think he's coming along um, unfortunately not. Um, Peppa's the, the safety pulled a hamstring, so that's another blow to the defense. I don't think he'll play this week. Yeah, uh, It's going to be tough in Dallas. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Jets beat Tennessee
3: 27-24, so all the New Yorkers were happy, and then the Yankees won later and that both day. both those so. games,
1: Chris, the Giants and the Jets, so both those were overtime games. Overtime yeah, game. yeah, both New York teams over, and they both
6: won
4: in overtime.
5: Yeah, yeah, it's the first I, time
4: both New York teams have won in overtime in the same week.
5: Right, and Tennessee basically gave this game away, if you want to know yeah, uh, honest truth.
3: No. Okay, that's the kind of truth we like here, Robert. To be <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Kansas City beat Philadelphia, forty-two to thirty. Chiefs bounced back uh, pretty good. And they, they, they were that game wasn't really not in doubt in the second half. No, it of, was not. No. But yeah. Kansas City's defense still doesn't look very good. No, no, no. The Eagles offense that was so inept against uh, Dallas did a lot better against Kansas City. That's for and sure. And so I'm still not the, running the ball.
4: Yeah.
1: Uh, and I'm hearing the Eagles, if if they can trade Watts and the Eagles are also interested.
4: Yes, yeah. This still is not
1: mix. surprising. That's, that's the guy, you know, when you think about it,
3: who brought in Michael Vick? So, you know, he's a guy that maybe will put up with whatever, but I, I, I don't know. It's a tough, it's a tough situation, especially nowadays. I think it's a little different than, uh, you know, eight years ago, whenever that was with Vic. And when it, I don't even remember what year that was that you did that, but that's a whole other issue now, and it's really gotten strong. I think you'd have people marching around, and uh, I just don't think it's going to be something that you're going to want to do. But Mahone bounced back with three, uh, five touchdowns
4: and three five touchdowns, to, touchdown yeah, and three to uh, three kills. So that. Was, and of uh, course,
5: Andy Reid accomplished something that's very rarely ever done. He's won a hundred games with two different teams.
3: That's right. Arizona beat the uh, Rams 37-20 to 20 oh, wow. and uh, break up the Cardinals. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I mean, I knew they'd be pretty good. That whole division was going to be good. But what do you think, Perry, about
1: that? I think, I think these are both playoff teams, but the Cardinals were the better team on that day. Frankly, I got to tell you, um, I was watching more of the baseball. And I watched that <laughs> yeah. game it, towards it because, I, I mean, I was kind of like Jamal. I was kind of hoping we'd have had chaos yesterday, and uh, yeah. we didn't. But uh, I didn't watch a lot of the game. But the Cardinals played very well.
3: Yeah, I called it spring. Split yeah. screen Sunday for everybody, yes. and the thing is that um, I was glad the Patriots were playing at night, so I could just I left uh, channel eighty eight on on just because normally I start switching around at four o'clock because it's only four or five games and you can do that, but I wasn't going to do that. I just left it on there and then had the Red Sox on the little radio and just did that. So, you
4: know, yeah, you know, you know, Murray it, Murray played really well, but it, I I got to believe part uh, of that was was the even though it was a division game, I, I got to believe the Rams had somewhat of an, a letdown after beating Tampa Bay. The yeah, I would I would
1: agree, I would agree yeah. with.
3: Yeah, okay. Seattle beat San Francisco twenty-eight twenty-one, and Garoppolo got hurt.
5: Yes, he did. <sighs> I
3: guess going to be out two or three Trey weeks. Lant- no, no <laughs> well, he's not playing and- Thursday, is he? Well, oh no, well, I'm sorry. That's Seattle that's going to play. Yeah, right. So, uh, this is well, this has
1: gotten strange. The latest I saw with Garoppolo, <laughs> <laughs> as of about a few hours ago, is he was questionable.
4: Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he did a press conference after the games and was very depressed and and said it's going to be you know a few weeks and and. And now it's come out today that it wasn't, it wasn't a calf sprain or anything. It's just a bruise. Okay. And that, and he's like, he's like day to day or week to week. And, and then people are starting to question about, you know, you know, how, 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 you know this guy just, he doesn't go out there. He just, he backs off. But, you know? yeah. Well,
5: Rick, what you're hearing in the Bay Area is people are wondering, uh, did New England give them damaged goods because the guy can't stay on the field?
3: So well, he got injured, and I mean, he had to Brissette had to come in, who was injured himself, to play that fourth game when Brady was suspended. So I mean, that
4: had to be in the back of anybody's mind. And even here, people would say if he could stay healthy, that's what they. Yeah, always yeah say. But, but it's not so much now what they're not that it, is he healthy or not. Is can he play through pain? Is he you know is he right. a wimp? Right. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, Baltimore beat Denver twenty
3: three to seven, and uh, then uh, they lost uh, Teddy Bridgewater at halftime with a concussion. And uh, Drew Locke came in, didn't do anything.
5: And he'll maybe, and Drew Locke will be the quarterback uh, until <coughs> Bridgewater comes back, or whatever the case may be. But Denver is also another one
1: that might be in those sweepstakes. Well, technically, was- technically they are listing Bridgewater as
4: questionable. Okay. Yeah, well, he's got to go through the protocols. He doesn't, yeah. That's correct. You never know how long that's going to take. But te- the was, technical was
1: little, definition is questionable. Right.
4: Yeah. A little controversy at the end of that game that the um, Baltimore had had like 42 games in a row where the team had run for 100 yards, and they were at 97 yards when Denver was doing their last drive down the field. Denver turned the ball over with three seconds left, and Harbaugh told Jackson to run the ball because they wanted to keep that record going. Uh, so, that, yeah, so what if... What if got the, yeah, the yeah. Part? His yeah. Jackson, who were all week was kind of on the engine list for for a sore back after he did that flip in the end zone. Yeah, right. so that's <laughs> kind of strange. Yeah. yeah, Green Bay beat Pittsburgh twenty
3: seven seventeen. That, from what I heard of it, again, uh, just not really listening to the game, but yeah. the reports, it seemed kind
4: of a ho hum thing. The Steelers were in it. You yeah, know, was first, uh, done. He looks, yeah. yeah. He 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 stayed around a year or two too long, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the,
5: the only thing that was accomplished in this game, he becomes the eighth quarterback in NFL history to throw for four hundred touchdown passes. That was yeah. about it. He's done. The Steelers are going to have a bad year. Sorry, Pittsburgh, but yeah.
3: And I really think the other three teams are so much better than they are this yeah. year. It's just you know. Totally, I,
4: know was, I wonder when the last time it was that that uh, combined the Steelers and the Patriots were zero and five at home. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Tampa Bay beat the Patriots in uh,
3: 1917. This was a good game. It actually <clears throat> was a better <laughs> better <laughs> game than I expected. I thought the Patriots would get blown out, but they did hang in there. It was raining, and I don't think the, uh, many of the I mean, Brady didn't care. He played in anything. But uh, a lot of these Tampa Bay players, they got the impression <laughs> – Scott Zolak early in the game said – you know, Evans isn't going to be much tonight. He's, You know, he's, he's short-arming. He's alligator arms, And so I, I think the weather was, you know, hurt their little feelings. But uh, basically, the Patriots played well. The problem is they can't get the ball downfield. You know, they don't have the weapons that they used to have a few years ago. I mean, they're they okay. I like Bourne. I like Myers. But, you know, Aguilar can grab it once in a while. And actually, they got a touchdown on Hunter Henry. And, both and, tight ends. Hmm. Both tight ends, yes. Yeah. John and John Smith, too. But the thing is, again, as I said earlier, it's the, the errors they made. Made, I mean, and they will not. I, I'll guarantee you this. I think they'll be Houston, but they will not play as well as they did. Again, like you know, these follow-up games, they will not play as well as they did against uh, the. You know, they may win, you know, twenty-four to six, like they beat the
4: Jets, but it won't be pretty. If they're not going to play that well, so what do you think of the decision by Belichick at the end? Chris? I was amazed that he didn't go for it. I thought he should kick it because I knew it was
3: raining and all that. All I could think of was, you know, the last game in Gillette with uh, Adam kicking it through the snow and all that. But, I mean, you figure, and the one thing that sort of reinforces what I was saying about that, you figure you were going to get it there with, what, a minute 20 or so Brady was going to get the ball back? No, but
4: if, if they kick it, it was going to be about a minute.
3: Okay. So, I mean, if they didn't kick it, if
4: they, if they went for it? Well, if they went saying, for it, well, it would still be a minute if they didn't make it. But, I mean, if they yeah. made it, then they can run the clock right down, you know. Well, the thing is... That's okay. one of the reasons I thought they should have gone for it, yeah.
3: Yeah, they'd be ahead, but then Brady'd get the ball back. I think he had two timeouts in a minute, right? Yeah.
4: So and need, only need needing a field goal. So. That's right. So that's the yeah. problem. I think yeah. they
3: if they made the te- yes if they made the uh, the first down, then they could have kicked it. You know, in a shorter. There would
4: have been a shorter field goal, and they would have run it right down the clock, right down to Rant, the end. But yeah.
3: I, I think I, I think I would have kicked the field goal too, just because you don't want to give it back to Brady with that much time to go. Uh, you know,
4: it, 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 wait a minute, what, yeah, what, what you're, you're contradicting okay. that kicking the field goal is giving it back to Brady with, yeah. with that much. But time But the to idea go. is you think yeah. you're going to make you, know, you trust Poco though, then. just... Just as he was kicking it, I found out he had been on the injury report. So there was that. Yeah, too. yeah. And that was, Sorry. I mean, that was that was the fifty-six was <laughs> as, was as long ever, and that was like ten years ago. Yeah, and it, and it's pouring rain. And I, well, I don't this know. was
5: a forty-eight yarder that he meant. No, no, this was 56. No, fifty-six. Oh, yeah. was okay. Yeah.
4: All right. yeah, yeah. And you no, know anyway. they, I'm, You can't run against Tampa Bay. I know that, but they, no, they like didn't. they had like minus one yard for the whole game the whole team yeah they haven't run in two weeks they couldn't run against New Orleans yeah. either and it was like only the fourth time since 1970 that a whole team went minus rushing yardage in the game and the other three in different years were all Detroit Lions games <laughs> So anyway, but uh,
3: Tom Brady did pass uh, Drew Brees for the uh, all-time uh, passing yardage, and uh, Richard Sherman did come to Tampa Bay, and they were trying to pick on him most of the time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, let's see. And uh, we've got a couple more games here. One uh, more. Oh, one just more. one more. And that's the – By the way, Brady and, and,
1: Belichick, and Belichick, I guess, had a 20-minute conversation after yeah. the game, and they and they yeah. both said they will keep the conversation private. Yeah,
3: that is I correct. Yeah. I think they'll be on the platform with each other at each other's Hall of Fame, uh, you know, yep. inductions. I think that will be that's my prediction. And the Chargers beat the Raiders 28-14. Uh, and uh, I guess Robert, you've kind of already talked about that game earlier, but uh, yeah, you know, the, you know, with the rain and all that other stuff. And you know, I think we've got a few stadiums like that, like Ford Field. I think the players are playing outside. Isn't that true? And the, the fans are under the dome, know, something uh, like that. I,
5: I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't if think
3: so. I think that's a very good. I think.
5: That, I think that's yeah. completely. Close. In. I think yeah. Sulfi, yeah. I think SoFi yeah. I think SoFi Stadium uh, is the only one the that only has one like
1: that. yeah. Okay, so I think we've done our score. So it's let's a take, take the let's take the break. We'll come yeah. back. Pierre wants to get in, so we'll get we'll come back. We'll let Pierre in. Then we'll do the schedule and the news and notes. So we'll be back in a couple minutes.
2: Keyboard cat, Hamilton the pug, and Toast meets world. These are some of the internet's most beloved pets, and they all have one thing in common.
1: Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ed Council. The stores are bringing me a baby brother. You can have this. and we are back, uh, Pierre. Okay. If you want to unmute yourself,
4: we can hear you, and then we'll get to the schedule. Yeah, uh, my question is: Can I borrow Rick's ledge? It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, getting crowded uh, out there, Pierre. But, but, but I mean, but I mean, my question is: Can you jump off the same ledge, ledge twice? <laughs> oh yeah, there's oh, a trampoline at the bottom.
2: <laughs> LSU. Uh, LSU and, and the
4: Saints. I mean, those two games just absolutely mirrored each other. No defense. You got the Cubs too. Right. Oh, I'm oh,
1: sorry, Pierre. You got the Cubs. <laughs> do, do I what? think. He, I think he he said you forgot about the Cubs, Pierre.
4: But I think you oh, since counted them. Yeah. yeah, but uh, I jumped off that ledge about two months <laughs> ago. Yeah, I did too. <laughs>
3: Okay, well, what can you do? It's, 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 it's again, as I say, the Saints need to figure out who they are, and they, they're really up and down—the most up and down team in the league right now. Yeah.
4: yeah do you yeah. think they they might consider going back to Taysom Hill? Because I mean, I know he he, he had a couple of great runs in the game. I know he's not throwing the ball that well. But, well, that's it. He, he's not throwing it. So yeah. So, uh, but I mean, Winston they, isn't doing a whole lot either. So.
2: No. Would they like I mean, Cam I,
4: Newton? <laughs>
3: he, he could do that for you. He could uh, not throw and run and run around a lot.
2: Well, did y'all hear the flip
4: of the coin for the overtime? Yeah. Oh, what happened? <laughs> yeah. ja- Jarrell Peppers for the Giants. And they went the house, and he says, we want that F- blank, blank ball. ball. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right.
3: Uh, okay, Pierre. All right. So a couple of notes before I get to the standings. Arlington Heights is uh, saying that uh, Illinois would like to build a stadium for the, uh, for the Bears. And uh, so we'll see what happens with that. I think Chicago's not giving up though.
1: No, the mayor of Chicago said that that, that is not a done deal and the, the Bear the Chicago will fight to keep the Bears.
3: And Shady McCoy signed for a day to retire as a Philadelphia Eagle and he did it of course against the Chiefs, which is another team he played for, so that was good. And a good running well,
6: back. He technically signed after the game. He signed after the game for one day to retire. Oh, okay. All right. So for the yeah, standing. He did, yeah, he wasn't on the he wasn't on the roster. He had a one day contract.
4: Uh, during the week is how it went. Right, right, okay. Yeah. So and the Chiefs um, activated. I mean, brought. Oh, Josh Gordon back up from the That's practice right. squad onto the fifteenth man oh, okay. roster. he was. Yeah. Okay, he yeah. Was yeah. So. <clears throat> well, in a couple of
3: weeks, they can use him for a couple of weeks, and then he'd be. Yeah. Fine. He <laughs> yeah. <does. laughs> All right. So the standings: AFC East, Buffalo three and one, Miami one and three, Patriots one and three. Jets one and three, so Buffalo's got a little cushion. AFC North, good battle. Baltimore three and one, Cincinnati three and one, Cleveland three and one. The are not in the battle at one and three. <laughs> AFC South, Tennessee two and two, Houston one and three, Indianapolis one and three, Jacksonville zero oh and four. AFC West, Denver three and one, Chargers three and one, the Raiders are three and one, and Kansas City two and two. So that's going to be a fight. Mm-hmm. NFC East, yep. Dallas three and one, Washington two and two, Giants one and three, and the Eagles one and three in the uh north Green Bay 3 and 1, Chicago 2 and 2, Minnesota 1 and 3 and Detroit 0 and 4. In the South Carolina 3 and 1, Tampa Bay 3 and 1, New Orleans 2 and 2 and Atlanta 1 and 3. And the NFC West has Arizona undefeated at 4 and 0, the Rams are 3 and 1, San Francisco 2 and 2, Seattle 2 and 2. So the undefeated team, the only one is Arizona and the winless ones are Jacksonville and Detroit. So
6: who have thought go. at the beginning of the year if we'd be at the end of week 4 and you're saying Arizona is the only
3: undefeated yeah, team. I know it. Yeah, I know it. Well, you know, they've got they've got the good offense. Everybody knew that, and yeah. now they're getting some defense. So
4: there you go. Both okay. those Western divisions are going to be crazy. <laughs> they, are. Yeah, they are. Okay, on the schedule Texans, we Texans, by
1: the way, Chris, the Texans, are int- they are uh, going to listen to offers for any of their players that just yeah, come okay. across.
3: Well, that's uh, understandable, but I just uh, don't know if – you know, it's a lot to take on with Deshaun Jack, uh, uh, Watson, that's that's for sure. Okay, I'm, thinking, so I'm for, thinking
1: they feel they've got some other players that, that yeah. might, you know, they oh, may sure. be able to get something for.
3: Sure. Okay, Thursday night, we start with a good one with the Rams at Seattle, 8.20 p.m., and that is on Fox and NFL, so <clears throat> and they'll be going up against baseball. Sunday, we have the <coughs> – Excuse me. Jets at Atlanta, 9.30 a.m., and that's in London, of course, on NFL Network. So uh, go go pick that game. The two, these are two teams. Uh, anything could happen. It should be a good game. That, that yeah, should be a true. close game. Yeah. And then for the regular uh, schedule. So you can start your sport day at 9.30 in the morning and end it with a baseball game probably about 11.30 or midnight, you know, the football too. Okay, then we have Green Bay at Cincinnati, 1 p.m., and that is on Fox. <clears throat> Detroit at Minnesota, 1 p.m. on Fox. Denver at Pittsburgh, 1 p.m. on Fox. Miami at Tampa Bay, 1 p.m. on CBS. New Orleans at Washington, 1 p.m. on CBS. Philadelphia at Carolina, 1 p.m. on Fox. Tennessee at Jacksonville, 1 1 p.m., and I'm going to guess as I turn the page that it's on CBS, and indeed it is. Uh, the Patriots are at Houston, 1 p.m. on CBS. I wonder what kind of crew we're going to get for that one. That won't
1: be the big crew, I would no, bet. No, it won't no. be the big crew.
3: No. Chicago at Las Vegas, 4:05 p.m. on CBS, so Fox has the doubleheader. Cleveland at the Chargers, 4.05 uh, p.m. on CBS. That's going to be a good game. The Giants are at Dallas, 4.25 p.m. on Fox. That probably won't be a good game. San Francisco at Arizona, 4.25 on, on Fox. Another one good. Buffalo at Kansas City, 8.20 on uh, NBC. That'll be good.
6: <laughs>
3: Monday night, Indianapolis at Baltimore, 8.15 p.m. on ESPN. So there we go. So that's the NFL.
6: Now they're gonna be that game. Are they gonna after the game, no matter what happens, they're gonna leave in a moving
3: truck? Yeah, they
6: should. <laughs> <laughs> they should. Is that both yeah. for
3: Okay, now we can go to our final MLB standings, and then we've also got the uh, league leaders in the, some of the departments. So that's a good thing. American League East: Tampa Bay won 100 games and lost 62. The uh, Red Sox won 92 and 70, and the Yankees won 92 and seven. But the reason the Red Sox are hosting this game tonight is they <laughs> beat the Yankees. Yankees ten games to nine probably lost six out of seven or seven out of eight of the last ones, but they did win the series. Toronto at ninety one and seventy one and almost for the Blue Jays. Baltimore fifty two and one ten. In the Central, we had the White Sox at ninety three, sixty nine, Cleveland eighty and eighty two, Detroit seventy seven and eighty five, Kansas City seventy four and eighty eight, Minnesota seventy three and eighty nine. In the West, we have Houston at 95 and 67. Seattle gave it a battle at 90 and 72, went down to the last day. Oakland at 86 and 76, the Angels at 77 and 85, and Texas at 60 and 102. And for those who don't know, if the Red Sox and Yankees had lost the last day and Toronto and Seattle had won, we would have had a four-way tie. That would have been cool. In the East, in the National League, we have the Braves at 88 and 73. Of course, they did not play that game against Colorado. They didn't need to. Philadelphia 82 and 80, the Mets 77 and 84, Miami 67 95, Washington 65 and 97. In the Central Milwaukee got 95 wins and 67 losses. St. Louis 90 and 72, Cincinnati 83 79. The uh, Cubs were 71 91 and the Pirates 61 and 101. And in the West, San Francisco, 107 and 55. The Dodgers, 106 and 56. Which means that's the most wins ever by a team who did not win their division or a pennant. So that's uh, one thing that a feather. They'll well, if they can beat the Giants, they won't care. Later on, if they can beat the Cardinals on Wednesday, okay. Then we have San Diego at 79 and 83. They collapse big time. Colorado, 74 and 87. Arizona 52 and 110, so I don't know how they'll determine this, but the Baltimore will
1: get the
4: number one pick, (laughs) okay? Because they they both had the same record, you know. That, um, just just in some fast math, I was just doing in my head if I've got it right. Yeah, the the AO East, even with a team that was 52 and 110, the division was 44 games over 500. Wow, it was a good division. Well, when your fourth place team is 20 games over 500, yeah, yeah,
3: well, that's it. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's really... I don't know how Tampa does it. They do it and because and they they're dealing... Oh. Toronto is now spending money. The Red Sox do. The Yankees do. And yeah. all four of these teams, I, I don't see them, any of them going anywhere anytime soon. They're all going to yeah. be good. You know?
1: And you know, you credit Kevin Cash. He said... He was going to play it out. You know, they had nothing to play for. No, oh, they he, very said, well. he said, "We're going to play it out against the Yankees because yeah. you know it's t- t- it's for the integrity of the game." And doggone, they did. They they, they probably they should have probably won that game Sunday.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, there were a lot of great plays made against them. The Yankees, uh, you know, but the thing is, you know, as it turned out, then then they would have had to go to Toronto. And that I've been listening to FAN today, and they were talking about it. Oh, boy, if they had to go to Toronto with the way their bullpen got used and everything else, they wouldn't have much optimism about doing that.
2: <clears throat>
3: so for the <clears throat> major league leaders this year, home runs, we had Vladimir Guerrero and Salvatore Perez both hit 48 uh, for Toronto and Kansas City, respectively in the NL it was uh, Fernando Tatís Jr for the Padres with 42 for batting average we had Yuli Gurriel for Houston at 319 and for the Dodgers we had Trey Turner at 328 and the first uh, player for the Dodgers to win it since Tommy Davis won in 1963 the batting title and of course RBI. half of
1: his season came with the Nationals so i mean he he was playing not a, on such not a good team Right, you know, for the first half,
3: mm-hmm. RBIs we had uh, Salvatore Perez with one twenty-one. The the MVP is going to be interesting in the American League. I think Otani's probably going to get it, but I yeah, I, I think you've so. heard so much about him, but it, it you know because none of the contenders. I mean, the Red Sox had Devers, you know, everybody's got maybe a big player. And then Toronto, if they'd made the postseason, that would have helped. But yeah. uh, you know, you got you got the, a lot of the Devers will get some votes, but the, you know, Otani will probably win it. No, Perez. From what get you vote. hear, Guerrero.
1: it's Otani and Vlad Guerrero seem to be yeah. the top.
3: Two. Yeah. yeah. So Perez with those RBIs in the NL. It was Adam uh, Duval of the Miami with 113 steals. And he's now, of course, Mart- with the Braves. Oh, OK. All right. Because uh, this A told me that he was with the uh, the Marlins. I he wa- he
1: was until the trade deadline.
3: <laughs> oh, OK. And the steals, Starling Marte is a major league leader is the way they did it, because he played with both the um, uh, A's and Miami and he got 47 steals. So he's in both leagues. So then uh, the AL was uh, Whit Merrifield for the Royals with 40. And the NL was Trey Turner with 32. And then, let's see, we have pitching leaders over here. And they are as follows. Uh, Garrett Cole, tonight's pitcher for the Yankees, got 16 wins. And Julio Urias got 20 for the Dodgers. And then uh, Robbie Ray, uh, the ERA winner in the American League with 2.84 from the Blue Jays. NL was Corbin Burns from the Brewers at 2.43. the strikeouts, it was Ray with 248. They think he'll be the Cy Young winner in the American League. And the NL, it was uh, Zach Wheeler for the Phillies at 247. And the saves was uh, Liam uh, Hendricks uh, with 38. And uh, where uh, I forget who he played. Uh, uh, White, oh, White, White Sox. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, M- Melanson, I didn't get his name. Mark, Mark
1: Melanson. M- Mark San Melanson. Diego,
3: 39. So uh, that's the story on that. So, and, uh, you know,
1: if I were just to handicap things going into the playoffs, if you're a, a couple teams that you're concerned about, if I'm a Brewers fan, I'm a little bit worried they have not looked good down the stretch. They had a huge lead. So, I mean, it didn't hurt them. But they did not look good down the stretch. So I'd be a little concerned about them.
3: Yeah, it's sometimes hard to turn it on when you Yeah, when you have that big lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
1: and Burns pitched against the Dodgers on Saturday night and he didn't look very good either. So you you know, and that Atlanta team, I mean, they they're sneaky good. Oh, yeah. I,
5: I have a feeling the Braves might win that series. They could. They could.
3: So, well, you're hearing a lot of
1: people say that, but with Devin Williams out, you know, with that stupid situation, which I'm sure you have in the news and notes, but yeah. with that stupid yeah. situation, I'm sure there's a lot of people picking the Braves that wouldn't yeah. have an I issue. think
3: we hadn't had in baseball a stupid is a stupid does moment in about <laughs> two or three months, and then we got, like, I think we only had one earlier in the year, and usually there's four or five, so this is kind of a slow year for that. Maybe people were taking a little better care of themselves because of COVID or something, but... Well, tripping over seven days is good... <laughs> well, that was, uh, again, I'm I don't know what, what, how his football card was doing. So anyway, we have Jaime Gar- Harim will retire after the 2022 season as the Spanish voice of the Dodgers. That will be his uh, 64th year. He did it from 1959 through 2022. And Vin uh, Scully did it for 67 years. So uh, between the two two of them, 131 years combined. Amazing. He was from Ecuador, originally arrived uh, in at nine years old. And uh, let's see. And he, uh, let's see. All right. So then we have. Uh, oh, and he won the Ford Frick Award in 1998. And
1: he you listen was... to games, Chris, like I do in baseball and mm-hmm. and all. Isn't it? I mean, you you hate to just kick somebody out, but for the Dodgers, isn't it time to gently uh, um, bring in Tim Never to do radio full time? I think so. I yeah. Think, uh, you no, know. it's time. You know, Charlie? I don't want to be mean about it, but Charlie does not sound that good.
3: No, I will. I don't even know if I'm going to listen to him. Oh, so while we're talking about that, I think you guys were telling me that uh, Mike Shannon is not going to be involved in the That Cardinal is correct. Sunday was home. it. Sunday was uh, okay. it. They had a
1: rain-shortened game for him.
3: OK, so go back to the get back to the bar and enjoy himself. All right. Uh, so when uh, Jaime Harim came along, he was uh, when Fernando came along. He was uh, his interpreter in 1981 and he's now his uh, broadcast partner and he's just going to do the home games in, uh, you know, in, uh, in next year. And then we have uh, Devin Williams. Yes, uh, to miss postseason because he was uh, angry while he was drunk, celebrating the victory of the Brewers. Yeah, when they won the division and broke his hand. So and I did anyway. not
1: hear what he was angry about, but I don't know. How can you be angry during a celebration? If, I mean, <laughs> somebody if I'm celebrating, have his if division,
3: you're If somebody still yeah. has stolen his division hat, you know, something well, that like could that. Yeah. None of those around. You can't get another one of them. Uh, uh, Brandon. Uh, let's see. What did I, what do I have here uh, with Brandon? Oh, uh, no, I've got well DJ LeMahieu is going to be out uh, for yeah. a while too, and Brandon
5: Belt, of course, with broke a broken his thumb. Yes, yeah. yeah,
3: broken broken thumb for uh, Belt and DJ LeMahieu is going to be out on the ten day list with a sports hernia. Yep. Yeah. Now the question I have, Perry, just popped in my head, and I don't have the answer for it. You were saying, and we were talking about postseason rules, and we won't have the rules about. Second base for in the extra innings, and we still have the three pitcher, uh, three uh, batters in in an inning, right? Yes, yes. Now this taxi squad. If you have a normally, when you take a guy off a postseason roster. For let's say <clears throat> that uh, JD uh, Martinez, I guess this is its own entity. So that's not a good example. Let's say somebody gets hurt in the first round, uh, divisional round. They they then can't come back until the next round or even the round after, right? In the postseason. Yeah. But this taxi squad, I guess they can bring people up, and then what what is what is the ramifications for those people? They have to be out ten days. You know, I
1: happens? assume I assume they would have to be out ten days. I haven't heard that for sure. But what it is it, for those who have <laughs> not heard is you have a your twenty six man roster. As, you know, Because you don't get 28, you go back to 26, and you have a nine-man taxi squad, and uh, you can bring guys off of that taxi squad should you have COVID issues.
3: But again, they have to be – like it can't be Julio Iglesias for the Red Sox. They no. have to be qualified to cr- be in the That post- is correct.
1: Season. They have to have been in the organization by September 1st. Right. That is – yep. And, you know, yep. I was listening to um, ESPN Radio the other day, Roxy Bernstein and, and Chris Singleton. They were saying – that it's really too bad that Iglesias can't play in the postseason because he has looked awesome since he got to Boston.
3: He is, and, you know, they—they. Yeah. Uh, they, I don't think they'd be in the playoffs without him. He's had some big hits. and He's played second base very well, and uh, you know, and that was a real. Their infield defense is not. You know, something's going to happen that's not good in the infield tonight. I don't know <laughs> what, but it just will because it does most games. You know, you'll see Devers throw one away. You'll see the people Daubeck. get in each other's way. Yeah. Something will happen. then <laughs> Christian Arroyo will do something. You know, it's just that Daubek's going to be playing tonight.
1: Well, at least they won't have to worry about Sanchez playing tonight because we know Garrett Cole doesn't like him.
3: No. Right, right. Well, that's right. But Sanchez, was, uh, they'll be, he'll be lurking on the bench. So I don't
1: And Chris, he nearly, I don't know if you caught any of that game on Sunday, but he nearly no. let a couple get by him on Sunday.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. hes It's it, that, too bad that he's not playing in a way. I mean, he's a great hitter, but, you know, so uh, it's, uh, not uh, I don't know. This is a tough game to call. I mean, it's one game. You can't tell. But it's, by the way, I should go through this. This is the, uh, uh, what, fourth, fifth winner-take-all game. Uh, in 49, they played for the pennant October 2nd and 49. Red Sox lost 5-3. to three. Then in 78, of course, they lost the Bucky Dent game. 3-2, 5-4. 5-4. to That was for the uh, American League East title. Then in 03, they lost the game for the pennant. And, uh, you know, that was the game that Grady uh, uh, Little didn't take uh, – uh, Pedro out, and then uh, the Yankees came back, and then Aaron Boone won the game, and I forget what inning it was—the eleventh or twelfth, whatever.
6: Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. and yeah, and
3: uh, I think it was like six to five. And then the next year, the Red Sox—that uh, k- was after they came from three behind, uh, tied it up three-three, and then uh, they've killed the Yankees in that, that fourth game. That's the only blowout we've had so far. So, so it's three to one Yankees, and uh, two have been here; uh, one has been here, and three in New York. So we get the second one here now. So uh, it'll be memorable to Red Sox and Yankees fans, no matter what happens.
5: Now, Perry, we know Adam Wainwright is pitching for the Cardinals on tomorrow night. We know who's pitching for the Dodgers. Yeah. Max Scherzer.
3: Okay. Okay, All that right. makes sense. So and, Shohei Clayton Ohtani, Kershaw, and
1: Clayton Kershaw likely is is done for the postseason. Yeah, yeah. that's too bad. Uh, sort
3: of. <laughs> I'm not a big Dodger fan. I'm rooting for the Giants in the, in the National League. Shohei Otani stole his 25th and 26th bases on Wednesday, and he's the second in AL history with uh, 45 homers and 25 steals. Jose Canseco, of all people, did it in 98. He had 46, 46 and stole 29. So I don't remember him as that much of a base runner, Robert. Uh, yes, he was. Oh, he was. Um, yeah. he was the, I think he early
1: was in his the, career, he was more of a base runner. Yeah, uh, he, he was the first major league
5: player that I'm aware of. Uh, that did the forty forty thing: forty home uh-huh. runs, forty stolen bases.
3: Uh huh. In the uh- NL, uh, uh, sorry, uh, Al- oh, in the, the Al- Alfonso Soriano did it in 06. He stole. Uh, uh, he did it, and uh, Chipper Jones did it in '99, and Larry Walker in '97 both did that. Okay, uh, and Bonds in '93. Uh, no one has uh, ever done 50 and 25, and I guess nobody did. And uh, so Shohei also scored 100 runs. He's the third Japanese player to do that, along with Ichiro and uh, uh, Matsu. Uh, what's, his, what's his name? Matsuzaka? There? No, that was Ma- his name. Uh, Matsui. Matsui. Hideki Matsui. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. We have the first. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, and he's also the first player in the American League history to get the 45 homers and 25 steals and score 100 runs because they didn't score 100 the time that he did it. So, right? Okay. And then Marcus Simeone was the top uh, second base uh, uh, home run hitter of all time. And then uh, he hit the 40, 44th home
1: run. Boy, he's going to make really, some. I'm he's really, going to make some money.
5: Oh yeah. yeah. Well, the the A's really blew that one. He wanted to stay there. He didn't want to go anywhere else. But they wouldn't offer him a contract. And Toronto gives him one year at eighteen million. And, and now he's going to get a large contract. And I hope for his sake he stays in Toronto because it seems it seems to fit right in there.
3: And the MLB, MLB uh, record for second baseman was Davey Johnson. He had forty three in nineteen seventy three with the Braves. That's gotcha. right. Uh, Joe West, Jerry Davis, and uh, Brian Gorman uh, retiring. And we're, uh, West started nine fourteen seventy six, and he uh, he broke uh, Bill Clem's record this past May, and will have done uh, fifty four fifty games. Uh, now, are these guys going to do in, be in the postseason? You know, Perry? I assume the they umpire? will. I
1: assume they will. The only one that I have heard of, the only umpire, apparently. Uh, and this is good for baseball, probably. Adam Hamari will be the plate umpire for the National League game. I have not heard who it is tonight.
3: I, if we don't have Joe West, there'd be something wrong. I mean, we've got to get him back. You know, for, <laughs> They were talking about having Joe West for that last game at Fenway a week and a half ago. you got to have him for this game. Okay, Joe West resigned in 99 with the rest of those uh, umpires that uh, resigned. Correct. Remember when they were trying to form the union? He came back in 02, or he would have had even more uh, games. Uh, he's 67 years old. Davis started 90982 and his fourth all time behind uh, and then Brian Gorman uh, 424 uh, 91 and 3400 games for him. So long time and they were all good umpires I think everybody agrees even though yes. we disagree with their call. You know
1: you know what we'll have to do and not today because I don't we we didn't think of it early enough but one of these days Bill we will have to look up and we'll play just a sample, maybe on our show on a on a sports lounge. Joe West, of course, we know as a country singer, yep. and uh, we may have to look up and see what Joe West sounds like. What, one yeah. of these
3: <laughs> okay. So David gave some interesting stats because he was thinking about the Dodgers with their 106 wins, about teams defending uh, league champions and how they did the next year. World champions. Baltimore was 101 and 57 and 71 after their win, uh, and then they lost to the Pirates. And then 90 Oakland A's were 103 and 59, and they lost to the Reds in the World series.
5: Yeah, don't remind me.
3: In eighteen, Houston one hundred three and fifty nine, and lost to the Red Sox in the divisional series. And then uh, let's see. And uh, so the Dodgers. So we'll see what they do as far as uh, postseason. That'll you know make their losing the division okay if they still win the and plenty wild cards. the uh, you know one that's division.
1: the interesting one- thing though, Chris, is they won one hundred and six games. And that will be a loud vocal minority if they lose tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You know, I did hear Joe Castiglione and John Sterling on XM last night. Uh, And uh, Steve Sachs, no, John was on in the first hour and Joe in the second hour. But Steve Sachs asked Joe about, did he like the one game wild card? And Joe said, I think it should be the best of three. And he said, here's the way you do it. He said, you, you want to reward a team for winning the division. So he right. said, you finish the season on Sunday. He said, the American League Division Series starts on Thursday. You play it mm-hmm. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. He said, I know people are going to complain then about people, you know, you'd be to your fourth pitcher. He said, I guess then I would tell him you should have won the division.
3: <laughs> okay. I, I
1: like Joe because he tells it like it is.
3: Yeah. Okay. So a few more notes here. We're almost done. Uh, you know, at the end of the season, you're always going to find. Now, this is something we need to answer from last week because we were wondering about winning streaks. And Robert was talking about the 22 in a row that the Indians won. And they're the American <laughs> League record holder. That's but, the
5: one I remembered. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That was because you weren't around in 1916 when no. the New York Giants won their 26 in a row. That's why oh. you don't remember it. Right. And, and they didn't win the pennant either. The uh, The Dodgers did. And they played the Red Sox in that World Series. And so the Cubs won 21 in a row in 35, and the A's won 20 in a row in 02. Do you remember that, right? No,
5: that I remember, yes. Because, remember, uh, that was the whole premise of how the, money, um, the Moneyball movie and book, that was the year that all that was written on, the 2002 season. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
3: Yankees won 19 in a row in 47 and 18 in a row in 53, and uh, they won both pennants, and many had won 17 besides the Cardinals. Right. And, the, and they, while he was at it, he looked for the postseason winning streak, 12 in a row in the 27, 28, and 32 Yankees, then the 98 and 99 uh, uh, World Yankee. Series you know, Yankees as well, through, through into the 2000 World Series, and then uh, 14 in a row, uh, that was 14 in a row for that in the uh, 96, 98 through the 2000 World Series. And then the other one was 27, 28, and 32. And then the Cubs uh, had a COVID outbreak just to finish up your happy season, uh, Perry. <laughs> yeah.
6: you
3: know, we've already talked about the 66 players. And then we talked about Julio Arias, who the first national league to win 20 since uh, 19, uh, 2016.
5: And the only and, major league pitcher to do that this year. Yeah,
3: that's right. And, um Apparently, Tampa Bay has had uh, thought better of putting up a sign promoting that they're thinking about playing half their games in Montreal next year. That's During a smart idea. That was a good now, idea.
1: another yeah. thing uh, with the Cubs, uh, Chris, is uh, because of all this COVID outbreak and all that, Eric Castillo made his debut on Thursday in Pittsburgh, and he played two of the three games in St. Louis because Wilson Contreras had a sprained ankle, but... Eric Castillo was drafted in 2012 and has been in the minor leagues ever since. Wow. And he finally got to play for a couple games at the end of the season because of the COVID outbreak. And just a few of the names on the list. And uh, the only one that we know that was not vaccinated was David Bodie. Patrick Wisdom, we know, was Uh, Nick. Nick Martini was on the list and a few others, mm-hmm. and we don't know their status. But Jerry wants to come on in. So, Jerry, why don't you hit that unmute button, and we can hear you. And,
3: and just so everybody knows, we have a little special treat coming up after we get okay. through with our calls yes, we do. to finish off our baseball segment. We've got Vin Scully uh, with another one of his little uh, little things he does on YouTube from time to time.
5: Okay. Um, well, <clears throat> I uh, I don't know how uh, correct this is, but I saw in the Washington Post today, you know, when I did the uh, – uh, <clears throat> TV yeah. primetime TV right. listings, they uh, claim that tonight's uh, Red Sox-Yankee game is going to be on
2: ESPN2 as well as espn Oh uh, Yeah, what,
5: the, what they're going to do, Jerry, is they're going to have the regular broadcast on ESPN, and they're going to have a Cybermetrics broadcast on ESPN2. I don't know what that entails. Okay, and uh, I'm wondering what do they do? Like, okay, Atlanta didn't play that one game, so
1: they must have to do a mass refund. Uh, you know, people. a yeah. Season. Six. What they would do? What they would do, Jerry, is you just give either give them their tickets back, or you let them use their tickets for a game next year. Yeah. Okay. Either or. And maybe you can find some Joe West material and play on the show tomorrow, if they are, Perry. <laughs> <laughs> <Single> <laughs> we'll see if we can find it, Jerry. Okay, we do have um, some uh, Vin Scully. To play for you, so Bill, if you want to go ahead and play this, this is a Vince Gully little piece that we got the other day. So Bill, go ahead, go right ahead.
0: When I was eight and a half years old, I was leaving grammar school and walking home, and I went by a laundry, and in the window they had the line score of a World Series game. The Giants lost to the Yankees that day, October the second, nineteen thirty-six, by the score of eighteen to four. Well, when I saw the Giants having lost by such a heavy score, little boy that I was, I felt so sorry for them, and I became a rabid baseball fan, and especially for the Giants. And from October the 2nd, 1936, I had my life dedicated to baseball. Interestingly enough, on October the 2nd, the last game that I ever broadcast was 2016 it was the Giants against the dodgers it was a remarkable journey and there were so many highlights the dodgers gave me a magnificent send-off and believe it or not despite the rivalry the giants were terrific when i was at the ballpark for my final game the giants not only had pictures given out to the fans they sang take me out to the ball game and it was beautiful and there was one other touch years ago i got on an airplane to fly to new york and it was full of balloons and i found out it was the pilot's retirement game, uh, flight and his wife and children were there and so when we got to new york and the plane landed there were two fire engines Playing water high in the air and making an arc, and the plane went through it. And that was the tribute to the pilot's last flight. And don't you know, on the Dodger plane, when we landed, there were two fire engines, and all of a sudden, the arc of water, one from each side of the truck, and our plane went through it. And it was my last broadcast for the Dodgers. Great memory marvelous marvelous time of my life
1: Well, oh, yeah that, that's just cool anytime you yeah, can yeah. listen to the great hope i Vince found that star. good at 93 yeah, yeah you and me both. Uh, we did we did mention one miss one baseball note the mets fired luis rojas oh yeah uh, yes. yesterday and they are now in search of a uh, president and a manager
3: Right, and that's what we talked earlier about Billy Bean and Luis Rojas is going to stay in the organization, they said. Uh,
1: yep. He's been offered. We don't know if he's going to take it.
3: Or right. right. He's yeah, been offered I a think position. In other words, what they're saying to him is, you know, look, we gave you a bad team to work with, so uh, you get a mulligan on that, but we need a different manager. So
1: I, I think know. what they're basically saying to him is, you know, we really don't think a lot of this was your fault, but we had to do no. something.
3: no. Okay. So do we have any more uh, stuff on baseball or we we move on to college football? We do not. Okay. So I got the top 25 from the AP for you. And then we can go through how it got that way. Some of the results, the interesting results from the weekend and then talk about this coming week. we already did a little bit. Number one is still Alabama. Uh, Excuse me. Number two, Georgia. Number three is Iowa. Number four, Penn state big game coming up this week. And we'll talk about that. Number five, Cincinnati, Six Oklahoma 7 Ohio State number 8 is Oregon number 9 Michigan 10 is BYU 11 is Michigan State 12 is Oklahoma State 13 Arkansas 14 Notre Dame 15 Coastal Carolina 16 Kentucky Uh, you don't see them in there it's been a while Tim Couch days maybe 17 Mississippi 18 Auburn 19 Wake Forest 20 Florida 21 Texas, 22 Arizona State, 23 NC State, 24 SMU, 25 San Diego State. So looking at this Alabama beat old Miss 42 to 21. What what happened in that game, Perry? Did you listen to any of that?
1: I listened to I listened to a little of it and frankly Lane Kiffin started in the first quarter going for it on fourth down. Thanks. And I understand you need touchdowns to beat Alabama, but that early in the game, take your points.
0: Yeah.
6: Yeah. and oh, now uh, Nick Saban is twenty four and zero against his
3: former assistant. Yes, he is. Wow. Georgia beat Arkansas thirty seven to nothing, and I guess it's one of those things where one team says, "Not so fast, big boy." You know, Arkansas put in place. <laughs> you know, that was in Georgia, I think. So uh, yeah. St- Stanford beat Oregon thirty one to twenty four in overtime. And, I think um, this
1: pretty much, Chris. Maybe not one hundred percent, but it's going to take. Chaos for the Pac-12 to be able to get back into any sort of playoff.
5: Yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Er, and ever since after their first game when Stanford lost to Kansas State and the coach came out and said, "Well, I don't think we're going to be that good this year." Ever since he said that, they played very well. So, well, but,
3: you know, coaches sometimes know their teams. Maybe I'll make them a little bit mad. You know, yeah. that, that sometimes works. And that we also had a clarification. Apparently, what I was thinking, and I don't know if I even said it on here, we we're batting it back and forth. Apparently, what they're doing now. It must be that you go for one on the first overtime. You you can go for one. You can go for two. You have to go for two on the second overtime. From then on, it's two point conversions from the three. And actually, what Pierre said wouldn't be right. He said the first one that gets one in wins. But it must be like the hockey shootouts that, you know, Team yeah. A goes, Team B yeah, goes. Yeah. Each
1: one gets a chance. Right.
3: Yeah. And, and until you don't get one. So it's uh, like Russian roulette kind of thing. So that's how they're doing it. So that that could be interesting. And I guess they and it that in that. it's that thing about timing,
1: Chris, is what it is. It's the thing about timing is you know, we keep talking every week about attention span and this and this and this. People just don't want to sit through long, drug-out things. Now, personally, I would rather you play the overtime because, you know, you have a better chance of seeing uh, the the, better team win if you play it.
6: I'd rather have one possession per team than go sudden death.
1: Yeah, that,
3: that, that'd that be all right, too. I think the NFL needs to do something about that touchdown. <clears throat> I think the other team should have a chance to come back and score a touchdown. <clears> I, I think that's, you know. I did until this week.
5: Well, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> well, 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 remember, in the NFL, Chris, each team does get a possession in overtime. So. No. Not uh, if you Giants score a the touchdown. They don't. No, no, they, not
3: they if you the, score touchdown. You know what kind of football, yeah. and they but got anyway. it, and they scored the yeah. touchdown, right? Really,
1: I'll, the be, I'll, bet, I'll bet, Rick, if the Saints would have scored that touchdown, I'll bet you'd still feel that way. No. <laughs> Oh, yeah
3: right. Well, that's how the uh, Saints won their their playoff game against Minnesota that yeah, time. That's
1: right. Okay,
3: Penn State uh, beat Indiana twenty four to nothing. Bill, how was your attention span on that one? Did you want to get to that? Oh, I didn't I'll want bet he did. he to get that. I don't blame him, him, him for that either. Yeah. Okay. Well, Iowa beat Maryland fifty-one to fourteen. That was Friday night. That was easy. Oklahoma, I thought that, I
1: thought that they yeah. would win that game, Chris, but I did not think they would win by that margin. No,
3: not not at Maryland. That's, that's amazing. No. O- Oklahoma at Kansas State getting ready for the big uh, shootout. There, thirty-seven to thirty-one. That's a, that was a good game. Uh,
6: yeah, yeah it was. Well, a
3: six-point game. I
6: mean, they they could have. You know, Kansas. They should have been. I mean beat up kansas state a little more i think
3: well this has happened to him two weeks in a row if you look at it with west virginia
1: i mean that's the
6: The thing the
1: thing that i would tell you sean with kansas state oklahoma maybe should have oklahoma state maybe should have won that by a little more oklahoma should have but never chris Kleiman, never count him out as a coach no that that guy is just good Yeah, you can't
3: count them. Cincinnati beat Notre Dame 24-13. They had a 17 nothing lead and coasted in and uh, so they they may be for real. We'll Great see how they're doing. yes. Yeah. Good game. Big, big win in South End. Kentucky beat Florida and this is how they got in the top 20, 20 to 13. So there you go. That's how you I do think it. most beat people
1: the, most people think that any chance that Dan Mullen had of going to the championship is now yeah. gone.
3: Be, you know, beat the big team, one of the big teams in your division, and that's what they did. Ohio State over Rutgers 52-13, to so Rutgers came back to reality. They've been playing good. pretty well. Yeah. BYU against Utah State 34-20, uh, uh, they won. BYU did. Michigan over Wisconsin. Wisconsin is dying here, 38-17. Yeah, and I think that was in Wisconsin, too.
1: I, th- <laughs> I think if you would look right now, I was looking really good in that Big Ten West.
3: Mm-hmm. Mississippi State over Texas A&M, 26-22. That must have been good, Barry.
1: That was a very good game. I watched the end of that on Saturday night. That was a very good game. Mississippi State needed that win.
3: And, uh, okay, Uh, let's see. We had uh, Coastal Carolina won their game that they should have over Louisiana Monroe. Michigan State beat Western Kentucky. Hawaii beat Fresno State, 27-24. Oklahoma State beat Baylor, uh, 24-14. Arizona State over UCLA 4223 Auburn beat LSU that's what Pierre was complaining about 24 to 19 NC State over uh uh Virginia Tech uh 3527 uh, no Louisiana Tech I'm sorry it was yeah. Louisiana Tech I, yeah uh, thirty eight twenty seven. They beat that. Wake Forest beat Louisville, and that was a big one. Thirty seven thirty four. And that was that sounds like that was a good game. And it was it was about- a good
1: game. I listened to some of that game um, on Saturday, and Wake. You know, it was a night back and forth, but Wake played well.
3: Yeah, and they were home. So you're looking at them. You got NC State's playing well. And that that division there where BC is, and they just lost to Clemson, uh, that division is going to be tough. There's a lot of decent teams. And, you know, Clemson, BC, Wake Forest, uh, you know, uh, NC State, they're all pretty good. So we'll see what happens. It's
1: not a done deal that Clemson goes to the title.
3: No, no, for once. Clemson beat BC. We talked about that game nineteen thirteen. Now we we had to find out. You know, if you're you, you're an ACC team, you got two ACC teams, C teams that beat SEC teams. Who beat the better team? Well, and it looks like Pitt did because Tennessee went into Missouri and beat them sixty two to twenty four. So that doesn't yeah. uh, do Missouri's well not for,
1: Missouri just isn't that good. No, not, not good, they, not I good didn't at
3: all. think Tennessee was that good either. But boy, that's okay. quite a win. And then uh, so we already talked about the overtime rule. So we finally got that straight. And then, uh, let's see, and let's see. And then, apparently, we're going to have uh, the uh, Maui tournament uh, this year for college basketball is going to be in Las Vegas. Yes, so on, well,
1: the, on the
3: very good island
1: Texas. of Las Vegas. <laughs> yes. Well, and uh, uh, yeah.
5: one of the reasons why that is, I found out, because I was listening to a little bit of the Hawaii Fresno State football game, and they talked about it during the football game. Hawaii is not allowing any fans at any sporting events
2: Really, yeah, wow. good reason, uh,
5: and uh, so that is why that is why all the Hawaii tournaments are going to be moving to the mainland until the governor there decides to open things up and, and you- allow people to attend.
6: Yeah, and you did mention Texas over TCU for the twenty seventh. I may not have, but okay. And yeah, that was, and that was, yeah, that was another one sloppy game by Texas. Yeah,
3: Well, won. I think probably the week before a good time to play Texas or Oklahoma is the week before the Texas Oklahoma game. That's very a good yeah. thing to do because okay. you know you might pick off a win once in a while. So, uh, so what about upcoming? We have that Texas Oklahoma game we were talking yeah, Texas, about. Yeah,
6: you got Texas Oklahoma, which <coughs> two ranked teams matched mm-hmm. up. You got the big game as number three. Iowa, number four Penn State, that's the big game of the day. Auburn, Auburn, Georgia. That'll be your another... Fox
1: game in the middle of the afternoon. Right. Yeah,
6: that'll be the big crew. They're not doing their big noon. Usually they've been doing their big noon game, but they're going to put it a little bit later because I think, you know, they. I don't know when they put the schedule if they realized it was going to be this big of a game, but on that 12-day window, they may have. But like I said, Auburn, Georgia, that's going to be your afternoon CBS game and then, all arkansas all miss that another top twenty five that's, game a, that's a more that's your noon game that's also at eleven o'clock our noon game that's all on ESPN, Arkansas gaming the game that was supposed to have been a key marquee game, but of course, it's been is Texas A and M at Alabama at Texas A and M prime time on CBS. I bet they're going, man. We should have flip flopped it, put them in the afternoon, but Auburn Georgia on it was, on you know the prime time. But you have two of the oldest rivalries going on this weekend: Auburn Georgia and Texas OU. But you got I think Michigan Nebraska. I think they're going on this weekend. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Michigan, yeah, Michigan, Nebraska, that one. So is you know, that are Auburn
3: but, and Georgia like their designated rivals in the in the? Uh, yeah,
6: those are those yeah, SEC does that designated rival thing. Florida, Tennessee, Tennessee so.
3: no, they're the same division. I'm sorry, Tennessee, Alabama, they always play. That's what i was thinking. No, on, yeah. Tennessee and Alabama Auburn.
6: are designated rival. Auburn and Georgia are designated rival. Right, that's LSU, what I'm saying. Florida, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's that yeah that way. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, okay. those, those are what you got coming up as far as big games <laughs> this week. So you got, I mean, not a lot of great games, but you got some heavy hitters
3: or what yeah. should be heavy hitters this yeah. week okay all right so that's it for college football well, there's or one more note chris uh
1: okay. there's one more note gary ryma the voice of the northern oh, iowa yeah. panthers announced he will retire at the end of the basketball season uh he is not doing the coaches shows in the fall he is doing the, the football games but he has moved to florida and he said after 47 years in radio, it's kind of time for grandpa time.
3: So, so he is broadcasting live from the Yes, site of he, the is the that, you know, he is at the games. He is at the games,
1: right. But since he is living in Florida, what they do is Brad Wells, who normally fills in for him, is the guy doing the Mark Farley coaches shows. And I would suspect, and I don't know this, but I would suspect that Brad Wells might be one of the candidates for that job.
3: Right. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, You know, there's a pattern, and I don't know how it went there with North. And it's you see this in the big schools. You can tell when somebody's starting to think of retiring. They'll have a former player with a a legendary announcer for a while, and then all of a sudden, like Georgia, I know did it with Larry Munson. Then they had an announcer come in with them, you know, like a guy who could take over, and he has, you know, the new guy. I forget Scott Howard
4: in Georgia. uh,
3: Yeah, and he's very good. And the the difference here
1: is the difference here is remember, and I mean you've heard some of these basketball tournaments. Brad Wells has filled in many times in those, you know, in those tournaments. So he if he would be the choice or Eric Braley is the other guy that fills in sometimes both those guys know what they're doing. It would be yeah. nothing. What I think what would make you a little more nervous is if they bring in somebody from the outside, you know, then you wonder, oh, oh did they make the right hire? Yeah. And, rem- okay. and the way these things work, for those who don't know, Learfield hires the broadcasters, the school simply approves the hire.
3: Right. Yes. And that's probably the same for IMG because they're really the same company. No,
1: Learfield it is, it is IMG. the same it's the same company. Learfield I think is the, is the one they I think IMG yeah. is Learfield now.
6: They dropped the IMG name this year. Remember the last couple of years they were saying Learfield IMG, now they're just saying Learfield.
3: Okay. All right.
6: So that I guess it that's
3: it. So we can go on to NBA, and Andrew Wiggins got his vaccination. (laughs) So after all that last week, he, of course, tuned into us and said, you know, those guys are smart. I'm going to listen to them. So uh, he doesn't want to lose all that money and so forth. So I guess the NBA is up to, what is it, Robert, like uh,
6: 90-something percent, right?
5: 95% 95 as of Sunday.
6: (laughs) And I know two teams are 100% that I know of, the Knicks and the Spurs, Spurs, and I'm sure there are others. Mm -hmm.
3: Okay, so now do we have this straight for uh, maybe not all the nights, but how the NHL is going to work on ESPN and and TNT yeah. and, uh, yes we the do. NBA? All right, Here's,
6: yeah. All right, NHL. If you're in if you're an NHL fan, you'll get ESPN on
4: Tuesday,
6: TNT on Wednesday, TNT at will get some of those Sunday games that they do after football season. Also, ABC will get some of those, and I'm sure. But the NBA has their normal. Contract that they're still under the Tuesday and Thursday on TNT, Wednesday, Friday ESPN, NBA primetime that starts you know on Championship <laughs> Week in January on Saturday on ABC, and then they'll have the ABC games and some Sunday night. ESPN games as you get, you know, later yeah. in the and season. The, but, and
1: I watched a little of the game last week. It, the The one that I saw was Kenny Albert and Eddie I'll check. I assume that is your number one crew, if I were to guess. That is,
6: that is correct. Yeah. But, but basically what it sounds like, TNT and ESPN between the two networks are doing the same TV schedule that NBC Sports Network did, because they used to have them last year on Tuesday and Wednesday, but I think I, I think they're doing double-headers, TNT and ESPN will. That's correct. So that is correct. No, and then Sean, what about no, Sean, Friday night? I would does, think the, um, NHL,
3: the oh, NHL could be on no, on Friday night.
6: Not on TNT, no, or ESPN. No, they're not. TNT has other programming on Friday. They're not on on Friday. And then okay. ESPN has NBA on Friday night. ESPN so. has NBA, right. uh, TNT has other stuff and wrestling now, and all that, and they have
1: Now, when does NBCSN go into the past? I think
6: December. Uh, I think 1st. it's after December. Yeah, I heard. I think it might be December first. Even or, even or though right
1: now there's just not much on there, so they could probably do it now. But now, what's happening to the
3: local? We have a local NBC uh, channel, you know, sports channel here. Is that what's going to happen? No, I
1: don't know this hundred no. percent, Chris. I think I heard those are going to this bally thing now. Yeah,
6: uh, Sinclair is buying them. They're all going to be part basically all the Fox Sports nets. All the old Fox Sports Nets that are all Valley and the NBC Sports Net, Comcast is selling them to Sinclair. Also. Yeah, Sinclair is going to own them all. Yep. Yeah.
3: Okay. All right. So, uh, because uh, that'll uh, the Celtics will be on that. So and the, I, they and the
6: reason they're waiting because NBCSN has to finish up the NASCAR commitments. Oh, yeah. and then next yeah. year that will move to <coughs> USA. That and the English Premier League soccer will move right. over to USA. So right. they have nothing to do with hockey. None of the NBC family networks have anything to do with hockey this year. Right.
3: Okay. So. All right. So do, do people think that uh, you know, to look at the industry or whatever, that there'll be more coordination about the, the you know that the hockey games and the baseball. Uh, well,
5: I. I I think that's why the um I think that's why uh, Adam Silver the NBA commissioner recommended to Gary Bettman the NHL commissioner, "Hey, look at the deal that we have with these two. You need to join them that way we
6: can coordinate our schedule." Right. You know? And you must
3: and, you and might the NBA even... the NHL network will, and the NBA network will both be around.
6: Yes. That's correct. Yeah. And NHL is owned by mm-hmm. uh ESPN, I believe, isn't it? Yes, that is is correct.
5: Uh,
6: And I I heard the the other reason they're looking, because the NHL not being on Fridays is also because that way they can still run them during March Madness but do not be surprised if you start seeing Monday games eventually pop up oh, maybe you know, after Because what after you January. did because with NBA and TNT originally it was Thursday night and then you started seeing them do Monday nights and they moved those Monday night games to Tuesday right you know so they could start earlier so you might start seeing some Monday and I know they're gonna have the Sunday games and an NBA so you may on ABC see an NBA or an NHL NBA double header and yeah that is correct
1: Tim. well we'll keep our eyes head. on that situation and keep you posted as we Go forward,
5: and the, right, hockey, so. and the hockey begins next week on October twelfth, and the NBA is on the nineteenth. So, yes,
3: yep, okay. So, Robert, you got a couple of boxing items you wanted to tell us?
5: Uh, yeah, well, um, <coughs> mainly that Manny Pacquiao made everything official. We know that, and then um, uh, this week, of course, retired. Is what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, <laughs> he had a record was, of sixty-two, eight and two. You said, yeah, sixty-two, eight and two with thirty-nine knockouts. Yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. and uh, of course, this week is the big. Five fight and uh, frankly i'll be glad when it's over with because i honestly don't think this one should be happening after the second one the third fight between tyson fury and deontay wilder that will happen on saturday it'll be a big pay-per-view extravaganza and i've got to give both promotion companies credit they have put together one hell of a boxing card it starts on espn plus at four thirty Eastern time and the pay per view itself will begin at nine on your on you know on your regular pay per view outlets. But from four thirty to nine o'clock you're gonna have all kinds of fights beforehand and then uh the big card the big pay per view part of the card will start at nine. It's gonna cost you eighty dollars and for the card that they put together, um, for the, for the fights you're actually going to pay for, you're going to get your money's worth here. And I, I don't normally say that about a boxing pay-per-view because frankly, some of them have not been worth it. But I think each one of these fights are going to be entertaining. And, uh, uh, I'm just hoping that Tyson Fury wins because, uh, it's time for other heavyweights to get their title shots. And Deontay Wilder has held up the entire division. So, I will be glad when uh, this is all over with. Well, I this is always my,
3: week too. you know, yeah. looking at a sports weekend, and we talk about spring and, you know, all the, I think this is always my favorite sports weekend because you have meaningful, you have the postseason baseball, you have good college football, you have good pro football. You've now got a big boxing card to throw into the middle of that. You, right. know, you, you know, I think that's really, you know, we're not in a early hockey and basketball quite well, you know, not quite to hockey yet, and basketball's coming, but I mean, still, that's a lot on a sports weekend, a long weekend for a lot of people. So kind of cool. this year, you had the Boston Marathon and the Boston Marathon this year
1: on Monday. Well, and and, right and,
5: key, and keep one thing in mind uh, because of COVID, this fight was supposed to take place in July. It's now been moved to this weekend. So
1: right. And so now I suppose to... with the Boston Marathon on Monday, Rick and Chris, do you guys just kind of sit back, watch the kind of you know whatever with the marathon, and close your eyes and pretend that you have a Red well, Sox problem, game on Monday morning. The, prob- the... <laughs> well, we might have a Red Sox. We game may on have Monday. one Monday. Yeah. But I bet it won't be. It won't be at that hour no, the morning. No, not at that hour. No.
3: But uh, no, I, what I always root for is for these series to keep going so we have a bunch of games on on the Monday because, you yeah, know, you've no, got... I'm with, you if, I'm with you on that. If the series... I think the way... It, 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 I assume the way it works, Perry, and we don't have all the official time, the American League will be Thursday, Friday, and off day Saturday, and Correct. Sunday, Monday, and yes. off day Tuesday, and back on Wednesday yep. if they do yes. It, right? Yes, and then the National yep.
1: League is just one day later.
3: Friday, Saturday, Sunday, off day Monday, Tuesday, the, off yep. day Wednesday, and Thursday back. Yep. yep.
1: And the American okay. League
6: is FS1 with the CBS on MLB network and National League is on TBS uh, that's correct.
3: Okay, and of course tonight, Red Sox Yankees. Tomorrow, Cardinals and Dodgers.
6: Yep. And, and tonight,
3: we, talk, we talked a lot about the Red Sox game. We probably just for a minute we did talk about the pitchers uh, tomorrow. But uh, what do you guys think about the Cardinals and Dodgers tomorrow?
1: I think that should be a great game because both teams are, are playing well. I mean, the Cardinals lost two out of three to the to the Cubs, but frankly, the Cardinals didn't care. And nope, uh, the, you know what? The most entertaining part of that series was the game was in a rain delay in the eighth inning on Sunday, and uh, Mike Shannon and John. Rooney were arguing about should the game resume and John Rooney, of course, Oh Mike, they might have to bring the team, you know, make, you know, play Mike, John, nobody cares. (laughs) So that was the most interesting part of that series.
4: (laughs) That's funny.
5: (coughs) And
3: um, Robert, you have a little racing for us too.
1: Uh, Yeah. Well, we had some
5: history made uh, yesterday and unfortunately this race was not allowed to finish due to rain, but uh, when it ended, Bubba Wallace, is your uh, winner for this week in Talladega, Alabama, and he's from Alabama, and he becomes only the second African-American driver to ever win an NASCAR race, and the first one to do it in 57 years. And somebody that's amazing
3: had, that there somebody was some had some bl- racing out.
1: in the background.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was a, a black was driver a back that far. I didn't realize yeah, I know that they had mm-hmm. one that far back. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay.
1: And
5: uh, like somebody said yesterday, he said, Uh, Well, Sean, when he sent out the update about that, he said, wait a minute, I thought he already won. No, the reason why everybody knows Bubba Wallace's name is because during the uh, George Floyd situation, NASCAR had the whole uh, Confederate flag situation, and then uh, and then last year in Charlotte they had a uh, uh, or no, last year at Talladega they had a racial incident in the garage where somebody hung a noose in his garage. Oh, I, oh they Which well, it was well, no, true. It, ha- it, it It ended, up. It, yeah. It yeah. Was, it ended right. up the, F- the FBI said yeah. it didn't happen. That's right. And, and uh, well, at the time people thought it was you know for new a day and, or two they did. Yeah, they ended up. Uh, you know, of course, everybody ended up going out. On the track and solidarity with with him and they all pushed his car out there and and so no yesterday was his was his first official. Uh, NASCAR win in the NASCAR series. Of course, so. part
3: of it, for me, who doesn't really pay much attention, is Bubba Wallace. I mean, Rusty Wallace. You know, right. he wins them. And so you think, oh, Wallace won. I don't know. You know right. Not and,
5: of uh, course, uh, the racing the racing team is called Twenty Three Eleven because the two owners are Michael Jordan, of course, with Jordan wearing number 23, and uh, uh, Denny Hamlin, uh, and, of course, the car he drives is number 11. So, Uh, It was the first time that Hamlin won as an owner also, so that was
1: interesting. Anything else? I think that's it. Sean, what's happening tomorrow and all the other stuff that you tell us
0: about? Of
6: course, well, don't forget to tune in tomorrow. To the Bill and Perry and Friends show, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, here on the Worldwide Legend. Also, if you want to listen to this show or tell anybody to listen to it, download the podcast, legendoldies.com, or type in Sports Lounge Live in your podcatcher, or your smart device to play Sports Online Live from Apple Podcast or Sports Online Live from TuneIn if your device has a little trouble. Or you can also go to 773-572-3006, option number nine. So we'll be back next week. We have some playoffs going on, getting ready for some seasons to start up. Uh, you know, look at this week in the NFL and college and who knows what else. So I guess we'll see you next week. All right.